0: Hey, I'm April Pride, your host on the High Guide Podcast. This is the show for women who have an open and curious mind, and it's a show all about women changing their lives thanks to altered states of consciousness. The first magic mushroom I sourced for, if you've been listening to the show for, I guess you could say an underground psilocybin company I founded last year, was at the suggestion of the supplier that I mentioned in last week's episode. Although I eventually soured on the arrangement, our first encounter netted me a psilocybe cubensis so popular that it passed through my hands like a ghost, which is fitting because it goes by the same name. And we'll learn more about this strain and its use in shadow work in today's episode. Now for the word of the week, and we'll wrap up the episode with today's trip tips after we explore shadow work. And our word of the week is shadow self. Our shadow self refers to the unconscious or hidden aspects of our personality that we're not consciously aware of or prefer to ignore. It represents the darker, suppressed, or repressed aspects of ourselves because we perceive these qualities as dirty, sinful, or immoral. The ghost mushroom, also called Ghost True Albino Golden Teacher, is a rare and powerful psilosophy Cubensis shown itself to be useful in the self-reflective practice of shadow work that many engage in while using magic mushrooms. First let's explore Shroom Strain Ghost, then we'll explore shadow work. As I mentioned at the top of the show, Ghost was the first magic mushroom I sourced at the suggestion of the supplier mentioned in the last in last week's episode. So things started out very promising because the strain was a favorite that I still get requests for. Unfortunately, Ghost remains elusive and was, in fact, what I requested when, instead, the alternative strain Thrasher PE came my way. Listen to to last week's episode if you want to know how that ended. (laughs) So what's up with Ghost? Called by many a particularly beautiful variety of psilocybe, the caps sport slight ripples along the edges, and the stems and caps bruise a metallic blue when touched, a testament to their high potency. Most reviewers recommend this variety to experienced Psychonaut. And as I mentioned, this is Psilocybe cubensis species of magic mushrooms. The ghost variety was derived from another variety sometime in the last 10 years, an attempt to stabilize the isolate. A few albino golden teachers resulted in the true albino teacher variety. Ghost is a further mutation of this variety recognized early on and isolated into its own P. cubensis variety. Potency. While ghost mushrooms tend to produce some of the usual effects of psychedelic mushrooms, they are reported to be quite a bit more potent than some other varieties. Sound familiar? The effects tend to last about six to eight hours, which I can also attest to. And they are Variously described as incredibly introspective and incredibly strong, even seasoned trippers note that a medium dose of this tiny fungus <laughs> can be life-changing experience. The effects at lower doses ghost act similarly to other psilocybin containing mushrooms. Micro, though moderate doses are considered recreational and will produce enhanced bodily sensation, some closed eye visuals. Feelings of euphoria and connectedness also common with most psychedelic mushrooms are present at these dosage levels. Strong or heroic doses of this potent mushroom can create intense open and closed eye visuals, as well as dissolution of ego. When a review calls an experience life-changing, ego death is definitely at the beginning of such an experience. Check out episode 41 if you're curious to learn more about ego death. The appearance of these tiny white mushrooms are described by many as the cutest little psychedelic fungi ever. I think that's true too. (laughs) Derived from the true albino variety, ghosts have small bowling pin shaped stems with gently frilled skirts around the cap. Some reviewers describe the caps as looking similar to bottle caps. The caps and stems bruise a deep metallic blue when picked or touched. And I mentioned that this high can last six to eight hours, as with most psilocybin-containing mushrooms. The onset also of this trip takes between 20 and 30 minutes. Make sure to give yourself time to come up with the dose before deciding to take more. This is one of the most common mistakes for beginning psychonauts. The, The ghost variety is considered to be one of the most powerful psychedelic mushroom varieties isolated in recent years. If you are just getting into this if you're a newbie as some might say it's recommended that you start with something less powerful can check out our episode on golden teacher i highly recommend that strain if you're just getting started or just keep it light micro light doses once you delve into a moderate heroic dose of ghost the intensity of the trip and its revelations may well be a bit much if you're just getting started And that leads us to the intention. As a remarkably potent variety, ghost is a mushroom that really needs an intention behind the trip. Sometimes that intention is to have a lot of fun and to really go there, I get that. Lower and microdoses will offer some heightened energy and are generally treated recreationally. However, at higher doses, the mushroom becomes far more useful as an introspective tool. Strong or heroic doses can lead to ego death. So if your intention is to dissolve your consciousness into the universe, Philosophy convinces ghost is your ticket to dissolution. Doing shadow work can certainly be an intention you can bring into your journey with ghost. And shadow work refers to the process of exploring and integrating the unconscious or repressed aspects of oneself. It is a psychological term popularized by Carl Jung, a Swiss psychiatrist and psychoanalyst. According to Jungian, psychology, the shadow, also referred to as the shadow self, represents the parts of our personality that we are not consciously aware of or prefer to ignore. It consists of the aspects of ourselves that we deem unacceptable, shameful, or morally objectionable. These aspects can include our fears, insecurities, repressed emotions, and unresolved traumas. The shadow self can manifest in different ways, such as through an unconscious behavior, patterns, or projections onto others. For example if we have repressed anger we may find ourselves frequently becoming angry at others without fully understanding why or if we have suppressed desires we may project those desires onto others and judge them for expressing what we cannot accept in ourselves engaging in shadow work involves bringing these hidden aspects of ourselves into conscious awareness and working through them it requires self-reflection Introspection, and a willingness to confront and accept the darker parts of our nature. I guess I would say what could be deemed darker parts of our nature. Shadow work can be done through various practices such as journaling, therapy, meditation, dream analysis, and artistic expression. By shining a light on our shadow, we can gain insight into our motivations, patterns, and emotional reactions. It allows us to become more self aware and to accept and integrate the shadow aspects rather than repressing or denying them. Working with our shadow self can be a transformative process that leads to personal growth, increased self-acceptance and a deeper understanding of ourselves and others. It can help us develop greater empathy, compassion, and authenticity in our interactions and our relationships. So for today's trip tips, several signs or behaviors that may indicate a need for shadow work. And there are six of them, not three today. Number one, persistent emotional patterns. If you find yourself repeatedly experiencing intense emotional reactions that seem out of proportion to the situation, it could be a sign that there are unresolved issues or suppressed emotions within your shadow self. Projection onto others. If you frequently find yourself judging or criticizing others for qualities or behaviors that evoke a strong emotional response in you it may suggest that you are projecting your own disowned aspects onto them. This can be an indication that there are elements of your shadow that need to be explored. Number three, recurring relationship patterns. If you notice a pattern of challenging or dysfunctional relationships in your life, it could be a sign that there are unresolved issues or unconscious dynamics within your shadow self that are influencing your interactions. Self-sabotaging behaviors, number four. Engaging in self-destructive habits such as addictive behaviors, self-sabotage, or undermining your own success can be a sign that there are underlying shadow aspects that need attention and integration. Number five, feeling disconnected from oneself. If you have a sense of feeling disconnected or fragmented within yourself, As if there are parts of you that you don't fully understand or accept, it may indicate a need for shadow work. And lastly, unexplained fears or phobias. Persistent fears or phobias that have no apparent rational explanation can often be rooted in shadow aspects. Exploring these fears can bring them to light and facilitate their integration. It's important to note that these signs are not exhaustive and individual experiences may vary. Shadow work is a deeply personal process, and the need for it can arise in different ways for different people. Trusting your intuition and being open to self-exploration can help you identify if shadow work would be beneficial for you. Thank you for listening to this episode of The High Guide. I'm your host, April Pride. Please check out our website, thehigh.guide, for our shroom strain reviews like Ghost and our guide to psilocybin. Tune in next Friday for another episode of The High Guide, a show all about women changing their lives thanks to altered states of consciousness.